You're listening to a podcast from Victory. Following Jesus requires self-denial and obedience. Learn more about this message in week one of our series, Cross Check. Praise God. Okay. Now, ngayon pong uh, araw na ito, we will be starting our new series entitled Cross Check. Sabihin po natin, Cross Check. Ano po ba yung cross check? Hindi po ito yung, yung check na nilalagyan ng ganun para i-deposito sa banko. No, when we when we say cross check, it simply means na yung mga informations, yung mga datas na meron po tayo, uh, we don't just take it as it is, but we try to verify it uh, with other uh, resources or maybe uh, asking other people. And we want to be sure kung tama yung ating informasyon kung tama po yung ating mga datas. And the same thing, you know, uh, sa ating pong mga buhay, marami pong mga bagay na uh, madalas na inaakala nating tama. Mga bagay na sa tingin natin ay tama, pero kailangan po natin siguruhin kung tama nga. Lalo na when it comes to the things of God. Bakit po? Because we will be greatly affected sa mga bagay na ginagawa natin, mga bagay na alam natin kung tayo hindi nakakasiguro kung ito nga ay tama o hindi. So we need to cross-check ang mga bagay nito. We have to go back again to the Scripture, to the Word of God, and really, um, you know, have the assurance and, and, and seek and search kung mayroong kinalaman or kung, kung yung ating mga ginagawa or information ay naka-align doon po sa nais ng Panginoon sa atin. And also, I have observed, uh, I've been a Christian for quite a long time, And observan ko lang, karamihan po sa mga Kristiyano ngayon, lately, yun naman, naging Kristiyano lately, um, they, were not, they were not so exposed, uh, kasi during, I got born again during the 80s, okay? And nung, nung time na yun, there was a strong ministry of the teaching of God's Word. And so we were, I would say, we were established that, that, that much sa, sa pundasyon po ng salita ng Panginoon. Even when it comes to the things like, you know, uh, what we have in Christ, our position in Christ, the benefits, so to speak, that we have in Christ. You know, we know all of these things. But when it comes to the things na, you know, may kinalaman na po sa atin, uh, to live sacrificially, you know, to deny ourselves, and, and so on and so forth, napansin ko lang, yung mga Kristiyano lately, they're not so exposed to that. And so, pagka dumating ang mga bagay na yun, yun ang isa sa mga sa mga malakas makapagpayanig sa buhay nila. And I would say na ito ang isa sa mga dahilan kung bakit maraming mga Kristiyano ang tinatabangan. Maraming mga Kristiyano ang umaayaw. Maraming mga Kristiyano ang pinanghihinaan ng loob. Pag dumaan o humarap sa mga pagsubok, sumarap sa mga mga suliranin, sumarap sa mga, you know, uh, how should I say, y- yung... yung uh, Uh, yayanig sa kanilang pananampalataya. And this is, uh, you know, this is because we have so much exposed ourselves to the things of this world. Especially sa panahon natin ngayon, we're so techie, di ba? Ang, uh, you know, if you want to know something about anything, andaling hanapin. You just go on sa internet and, and, and you know, type mo lang dyan, and you will get a lot of informations. But the challenge for us Christians is this. Are the informations we get from the internet, really align itself sa sinasabi ng salita ng Panginoon. Because if not, then there is a tendency for us to live a compromised life or to live sa assumption, sa mga akala nating uh, tama, yung pala ay hindi. 
So yun po ang pag-uusapan natin ngayon. And I hope uh, these four weeks, you know, we'll be discussing about, you know, about denying yourself. What does it mean to deny yourself? Or simply, what does it mean to follow Jesus? Ano ba talagang ibig sabihin ng, 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 ng pagiging Kristiyano at pagsunod sa Panginoon? You know, we'll be talking the second week about, uh, you know, uh, yung, pong, uh, yung mga hard truth, mga hard sayings ng Panginoon na misang, ah, talaga ba? Yun ba yun? Lalo when you remember when Jesus said, unless you eat the flesh, of the Son of God and drink His blood, you cannot be worthy to follow Him. So, naku, ano ba yun? Cannibalism ba yun? In fact, during that time, marami ang umayaw, tumalikod sa Panginoon. Hindi nila na nag-gets yung sinasabi ng Panginoon. On the third week, we will be talking about, you know, um, uh, faith uh, to greatness. What does it mean to be great in the kingdom of God? You know, what does it mean to serve others? And on the fourth week, we'll be talking about, you know, facing difficulties and challenges sa life. So, ito more of a practical side ang pag-usapan natin for four weeks. And so, again, all we need to do is just go back to the Word of God and have that cross-check kung ano ang sinasabi ng Panginoon. So, may I request everyone of you, please, to stand up. What does it mean to really follow the Lord Jesus Christ? Now, we'll start in Mark chapter 8. Okay, Mark chapter 8, starting in verse 34. Samahan niyo po ako muli sa pagbasa ng malakas. Simulan po natin. And calling the crowd to him with his disciples, he said to them, If anyone would come after me, let him deny himself and take up his cross and follow me. For whoever would love his life will lose it. But whoever loses his life for my sake and the gospel's will save it. For what does it profit a man, or what does it profit a man to gain the whole world and forfeit his soul? For what can a man give in return or in exchange for his soul? For whoever is ashamed of me and my words in this adulterous and sinful generation, of him will the Son of Man also be ashamed when he comes in the glory of his Father with the holy angels. Father, we thank you again for your word. Holy Spirit, we invite you to be in our midst and help us understand your word. I even pray, Lord God, let your anointing come upon us and let that anointing break every wrong mindset and let the truth of your word set us free. This we ask in Jesus' name. Amen. Now, before you sit down, pwede niyo po man tignan muna ang inyong katabi at ngitian po ninyo at sabi mong, kailangan tayong sumunod kay Jesus. Alright. Praise God. Okay. Cross-check. Ating uh, aalamin ang mga bagay-bagay na inaakala nating alam natin or sinasabi nating alam natin pero by this time, titignan natin sa liwanag ng salita ng Panginoon. Of course, bilang mga Kristiyano, isang bagay pong dapat nating maunawaan. Napakahirap maging Kristiyano kung tayo hindi sumusunod sa Panginoon. Sa katunayan, you know, I would really question somebody na nagsasabing siya ay Kristiyano pero hindi sumusunod sa Panginoon. Madali yung magsabing tayo ay Kristiyano. Tama po ba? Pero ang challenge, 
nakikita po ba sa ating mga buhay? Now, don't get me wrong, I'm not, I'm not talking about being perfect ngayon because nobody will at nobody can and we will only be perfect pagka tayo ay kinuha na ng Panginoon. But it's one thing na we live a passive Christian life. Ibig sabihin ng passive, wala tayong ginagawa, parang, you know, uh, dumalo tayong ng church, sinanggap na si, si Lord, tapos wala na, ganun na lang, naantay na lang natin na mag-rapture, o kung di ba mag-rapture, nakunin na tayo ni Lord, something like that. Although very, you know, very familiar sa atin na maraming mga bagay ang palaging hahamon sa ating pagiging Kristiyano. Lalo na po kung tayo namumuhay sa gitna ng mundong ito. Dahil lagi nating narinig at alam na alam natin na ang sistema ng mundong ito ay taliwas sa sistema ng Diyos. At napakahirap po na you know, ang karamihan ay gumagawa ng isang bagay at ang iilan ay sumusunod sa Panginoon na taliwas do sa karamihan. Ang hirap ng pressure na yun. Naranasan nyo na ho ba yung pressure na ganun? Na you're different from the rest ng mga kagrupo mo, kaopisina mo, kaklase mo, mga kaibigan mo, simply because you're a Christian. And minsan, we are even tempted na wag na lang, wag na lang sabihin na tayo kristyano. Para bang quiet na lang tayo. You know? Pero hindi, ma- mahirap din ang mabuhay ng ganun. You know, inaasahan po ng Panginoon bilang mga kristyano na ang bawat isa sa atin ay sumusunod po sa Panginoon. Now, let me just give you a quick background about this. Now, we know na ang, ang gospel according to Mark ay sinulat ni Mark mismo. Si Mark po ay isa sa mga kasama ni Pablo during his ministry. At si Mark din po ay isa sa mga tumutulong, an associate ni Peter during his ministry. And this was written between, the, between 50 to 60 AD. You know? uh, namatay na po ang Panginoon, so isinulat niya ito. Now, kung ang gospel ni Matthew ay isinulat sa mga Hudyo, ang gospel ni Lucas ay sinulat sa mga Hintil o mga Gentiles, those who don't know God, ang gospel naman po ni Mark ay isinulat sa mga Romano during that time because sila ho ay sinakop ng, ng Imperyo Romano. And so yun po ang kanyang target audience that, that, that time nung, nung sinulat niya to. Mapupun na rin po ninyo na ang gospel po ng Mark ay pinakamaikli dahil you know, walang masyadong mahaba at masyadong kwento in terms of information. But this is actually an action-packed gospel. You know? At makikita po ninyo, sabi ng iba, ito daw yung the, uh, the gospel for the man. Dahil mahilig sa aksyon. At uh, mapupunan nyo rin na dito he presented Jesus uh, as, as somebody who always moves. No? He would go from one place to another. He would perform miracle. More than just na itinala yung mga teachings niya. Meron siyang mga sinulat na teachings pero not really much on details. Pero aksyonan, dun ho natin makikita ang bagay nito. Now, isa rin ba, isa rin yung katotohanan na maganda nating isapuso bago natin maintindihan yung binasa natin kanina, ito po ay katatapos lamang na tinanong ng Panginoong Yesu Kristo yung kanyang mga disipulo. Anong sabi ng mga tao tungkol sa akin? Sabi ng mga disipulo niya, yung labindalawa, eh, sabi kayo daw po si, si John the Baptist, sabi ng iba, kayo daw po si Elijah, and so on. And then tinanong sila ng Panginoon, eh kayo, sabi niya, anong sabi niyo tungkol sa akin? Now, napakagandang you know, kaisipan yun, no? Sometimes we know what other people say about Jesus, but what about us? Who is Jesus to us? It's one thing to know Jesus, and it's another thing to know something about Jesus. And so if Jesus would ask you right now, but who do you say I am? Ano po ang sasabihin ninyo? 
Now, si Peter, uh, alam nyo, gusto-gusto ko to si Peter, medyo nakaka-relate ako rito. Dahil minsan, mabilis magbitaw si Peter ng, ng mga salita. Eh, no? And Peter immediately said, Well, you are the Christ, the Son of the living God. And we know, in Ma- even in Matthew 16, inaffirm ng Panginoon yung revelation ni Peter. And sabi niya, Peter, flesh and blood did not reveal this to you, but my Father in heaven. And upon this rock, I'll build my church. Now, what's also interesting uh, uh, during uh, this time, you know, when they were in Caesarea Philippi, ang popularity ni Jesus lumalaganap, lumalaganap na. Not just because of His teachings, but even because of the miracles na ginagawa niya. And so, nagiging kilala siya. He was not just a talk of the town, but He was the talk of the whole region. Ganun na po siya kakilala nung, nung, nung time na yon. And so, ang Panginoon si Kristo, sabi niya, when Peter declared the truth, sabi niya, wag niyo ito yung pagsasabi, ha? Sa ibang tao, muna. Wag muna. Now, bakit? Because the people during that time have a wrong notion or wrong understanding about the Messiah. They all knew that the Messiah will come. Darating po ang Messiahs, pero ibang Messiahs ang kanilang nasa isipan. Ang nasa isipan po is somebody who is politically inclined and very nationalistic para sila ho ay palayain sa Romano Imperyo. Yun ang isipan nila. That's how they understood yung hula ng Old Testament for the coming Messiah. Akala na ito isang politiko na you know very strong nationalistically and so papalayain ang, ang mga Jews or Israel sa pananako po ng Roma, Romano Imperyo. Pero alam naman po natin that you know, Jesus is more than that, right? He's more than just a political figure. He is not a political figure per se, but He did more than what usually yung, yung mga politics uh, have done during that time. And so, after that, tinuloy ng Panginoon, sabi niya, you know, the Son of Man, sabi niya, tung, pinapatungkol sa Kanya, uh, has to suffer so many things in the hand of the people. Si Quinento niya, you know, He predicted His death his suffering, lahat ng mga difficulties that he will be going through. Now, itong si Peter, pumiksay na uli. Alam niyo ang ginawa niya? Nirebuke niya si Lord. Could you imagine that? Si Pedro, nirebuke si Lord. You know? Parang, I rebuke you, Jesus. You know? Eh, bakit? Wala namang masama sa, sa, sa isipan at puso ni Pedro. He is also concerned, he cares for Jesus. Kaya nung kinikwento ni Jesus that he will suffer, that he will live a difficult life, during that time, you know, si Peter, sabi niya, Lord, hindi mangyayari yan. Now, nung narinig ni Jesus yon, nakita niya yung mga disipulo. And you know what he did? Jesus rebuked Peter. And he said, get thee behind me, Satan. Parang ang sakit naman nun, no? Tawagin ka ni Lord na Satan. But anyway, uh, Kung nasaktan man si Pedro during that time, eh, hindi na kong sinabi ng, ng Biblia. So, the way he explained it, that he will, through, he will go through a lot of uh, sufferings and, and difficulties in life, you know, yun po yung nagpa-confuse dun sa mga disipulo. They were confused uh, during that time. Bakit? Because Jesus was telling one thing and Peter said another thing. What's funny is this. One moment, through Peter's revelation, yung, yung, yung kapahayagan ng Diyos sa kanya tungkol kay Jesus, he, he became the rock, so to speak. The revelation was the rock. He became the rock. And for another moment, he became the stumbling block. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, yeah. And, and many times, ganito rin na nangyayari sa atin. When we start assuming things at hindi natin krinos check from the Word of God. 
Now, let's go back doon sa the scripture. Uh, medyo aatras muna tayo ng isang verse. Sabi niya, but turning and seeing his disciples. Babalikan ko yan mamaya. So, nung pagkasabi ni Pedro, nirebuke niya si Jesus, the immediate response of Jesus was that he saw something dun sa kanyang mga, dun sa labing isa. You know? Yun ang sabi ron, seeing his disciples, the other eleven. And he rebuked Peter and said, Get behind me, Satan, for you are not seeing. I love this. Would you read this with me? For you are not setting your mind where? But on the things of man. Wow. That's a bit, you know, heavy. You're not setting your mind on the things of God, but where? But on the things of men. You have your own assumption, Peter, sabi niya. Ngaya lang, ang challenge, ang problema rito is that hindi mo naisip yung isipan ng Diyos. Ang iniisip mo lang ay yung isipan ng tao. Maganda ko sa The Message Bible. Ito sabi niya sa The Message Bible. Turning and seeing His disciples. Now, what did Jesus see sa mga disciples niya nung sinabi ni Peter yon. Ito sabi, that they were wavering and wondering what to believe. Isn't it true that many times when we hear different opinions on certain things, di ba, it creates confusion sa atin? Are you still here? Di ba? Nakakalito eh. When we hear one thing sinasabi ng ibang tao, and then we hear another thing sinasabi na, we're confused. Ano ba ang paniniwala natin? Just like, you know, when it comes to the things of God. Maraming mga tao ngayon confused. Bakit? Meron sinasabi ang isang reliyon. May sinasabi uli ang isang reliyon. And then when we go back to the Word of God, iba rin ang sinasabi. We're confused. Kaya sabi ng mga tao, alin ba talaga ang totoo? Alright? Now, para malaman natin ito, syempre, saan tayo pupunta? We go back to what God had said. Now, one thing also that I have discovered here and I have observed is this. Kahit tayo mga Kristiyano, we can still be influenced by the enemy thinking that we are doing what's right. Alright? Sometimes, may papasok sa, sa thought, you know, sa isipan natin, may papasok mga bagay, may ma-i-impress. And many times, we're so eager and we're so fast to, to jump agad into a conclusion. And, and, and I would hear people, I would hear Christians say, oh, sabi ni Lord, Sabi ni Lord. Ito sabi ni Lord. Now, alam nyo, pagka narinig ko na sabi ni Lord, the first reaction ko is, okay, sabi pala si ni Lord yan eh. But when I started hearing kung ano yung sabi niyang sabi ni Lord, medyo napapataas ang kilay ko. Bakit? Dalang tanong ko, sino kayang Lord ang may sabi? Are you hearing me? Ah, sabi ni Lord, inimpress sa akin. You know, uh, iwan ko na asawa ko. Hmm? Sinong Lord ang may sabi nun? Naunawa niyo po ba yung pinag-usapan natin dito? Now, very possible that even us, even kaming mga pastor, sa katunayan, alam niyo ba karamihan ng mga kulto kung paano nagsimula? Alam nila yung tama. Kaya lang, they become too cocky and they become too proud of the term hearing from God at sabi ni Lord without even checking kung yung ang sinabi sa kanila, yung inimpress sa kanila, ay galing nga kay Lord or kung kaninong Lord nang galing. Now, to si Pedro, kasama na ni Lord ng marhabang panahon. And yet, 
he was even deceived to think that what he did nung time na yun, that when he rebuked Jesus, that was the right thing to do. Are you still here? And then, and so, ang maganda, sa last part dito, sabi niya, uh, wondering and what to believe, Jesus confronted Peter. Peter, get out of my way, Satan. Get lost. Now, ito yung maganda sa uli. You have no idea how God works. I love that. Wala kang ideya kung paano kumilos ang Diyos. Di ba? Lalo na, haven't you noticed? When we are pressured, we immediately jump into doing certain things, right? Lalo na pag-pressure sa time. Di ba? Lalo na pagka nakita mo, nandyan na yung, yung, yung isang kilala mo na, na si... Kilala niya, pagka, madalas yung makita to, pagkakatapusan, si, si Judith. Di ba? Pag andyan na si Judith, at uh, pressure ka na kinu, ayun na si Judith. No, we, we immediately jump into certain conclusions and actions. And sooner or later, to, only to find out, naku, sabit, mali. Bakit? Maraming takot kay Judith. Alright? Now, <laughs> Ito ngayon ang, ang sinabi niya. You have no idea how God works. What's really challenging for me is this. I know that God is God. And because God is God, I also know and believe that nothing is impossible for Him. Nothing is too difficult for Him. I know that well. But every time na nandun ako sa sitwasyon, doon na nagtatalo isip ko. If God is really God. If God, kung, kung kay God, tunay ngang walang imposible at walang mahirap. Bakit? I started to think the ways of man and set aside the ways of God. And I hope ako lang yon. I hope hindi kayo yun. But I want you to learn somehow from my own mistakes. And so, sabi ni Dr. Campbell, sabi niya, the man who loves Jesus, how many of you loves Jesus here? So, may lima. Ayun, sampuna. Okay. The man who loves Jesus, but who shuns God's method is a stumbling block to him. Wow. Ang isang taong nagmamahal kay Jesus, pero isinasay sa tabi. Ang kaparaanan ng Diyos ay isang hadlang sa Kanya. That's why we need to cross-check ang mga bagay-bagay na dumarating sa ating isipan, mga bagay na sinasabi natin na impress sa atin. We have to really, you know, verify kung tama dito. Now, what am I trying to point out? Simple. Ito mga kapatid. Sinasabi ko lang, kung si Jesus na Messiah, kung si Jesus na anak ng Diyos, kung si Jesus na galing na sa Ama nung magpunta rito sa lupa, inihayag niya that he will suffer and go through difficulties in life. Kung siya dadaan doon, bakit pag tayong dumadaan, nagtataka pa tayo at ayaw natin? That's simple truth. Now, the Bible says, as Jesus is, so are we in this world. If he went through the difficulties, if he went through sufferings, now, it is also possible that we will go through with these things. In fact, I would say, we need to prepare when you go through these situations. Parang walang excited sa inyo. 
God wants you to be blessed. But He also wants you to have the burdens. Yun yun eh. Yun yun eh. Y- y- yun ang isang maganda rin eh. No? So, in short, wag na ho tayo magpantasya na tayo ho ay may exempt sa mga difficulties. Wag na tayo umasa na, you know, actually, this is the product. Y- yung ganong mentality is the product of, of the prosperity gospel churches. Who would always preach that God only wants you to be blessed, He wants you to be rich, He wants you to be successful, and so on and so forth. Now, all these things, gusto ni Lord John. But let's have a balanced view of God. In the midst of this, the blessings and, the, and, and, and all the favor and the grace of God, bahagi rin nun is what? Living difficult lives. Now, mamay, ko-qualify natin ano yung difficult lives. Ano yung suffering na sinasabi ng Bible dito? If He exemplified, si Jesus, if He exemplified living in the midst of that kind of lives, then we have somebody, a good example to follow. Gusto ko yung sinabi ni Sandra kanina, you know, rugs to riches, we, we want to hear stories like that. Rugs to riches. But nobody wants to hear stories of riches to rugs. Hello? And that is what Jesus did. He was rich. He owns everything. He, he has in heaven all the angels serving Him. But what did, what did the Bible say? Though He was rich, He became poor. Why? Dahil ba nagkamali siya ng desisyon? Dahil ba uh, uh, hindi siya naging good steward? No. He said, He became poor so that you and I would become rich through what He did. Amen. Si Jesus, hindi siya natakot iwan ang langit. Yung magandang buhay doon. Kung ako yun, hindi na, hindi na ako alis doon sa langit. Maghahanap na lang ako ng matandang anghel. At sabihin ko, total, patirik ka na. Pwede ba ikaw na pumunta roon at uh, ikaw na magpapako at gusto mo, tiwarik pa. Bahala ka na. Gusto mo, pag nilagari ka, paganon. You know, kahit hindi na paganon. Pero, pero, he showed a good example to us to follow. That if He's the Son of God, He is the Messiah, the Lord, and the Creator of all. He was willing to live that kind of life. Then tayo, dapat hindi na tayo nagugulat. Amen. Hindi na tayo nagugulat. You see, following Jesus is not a journey to Disneyland. It's not a journey to Universal Studios. Not even a journey to Everland. These places are great. I've been there, praise God. Pero tandaan nyo, kahit sa Disneyland or Universal Studio or even sa Everland, bago ka makasakay, pipila ka ng mahabang oras. You know? There was a time, namamasyal kami, you know, iniwan kami ng mga anak ko, ikot-ikot sila sa isang uh, theme park. So kami ni Malu, uh, magkasama kami. Tapos nung kami na ang Miko, sabi ko, masakay tayo. Well, obviously, hindi ako sumasakay ng roller coaster. Wala akong planong takutin ang sarili ko. Okay? Wala akong planong iwan yung kaluluwa ko somewhere at mauna akong bumaba at antayin ko na lang siya doon. Okay? Yeah, you know, for you to know, para pag kinumbida niyo ako sa mga theme park, huwag niyo akong asahan na sasakay doon. Alright? But anyway, you know, so meron kami mga napiling gusto naming sakyan, panooran, pero grabe yung pila. Sabi ko, 
mapapanood mo nga to, pero sa loob ng isang araw, isa, dalawa lang ang mapapanood mo dahil sa haba ng pila. Now, what am I trying to say? Simply, kahit saan, there will always be difficulties. He, hindi na question yung, are you going through the difficulty? Hindi, ang question na, what's our attitude when we go through these difficulties? Amen. So, in the same way again, when it comes to the things of God, I really believe salvation is free. But following Jesus is costly. Ephesians 2.8, we are saved by grace through faith, not of your works. It's a free gift of God so that no one can boast. How many of you are glad salvation is free? I mean, I'm glad salvation is free. Bakit? Kung may bayad yan, hindi ko alam kung may pambayad ako. Huh? Paano yung mga walang pambayad? Lugi tayo. Tama ba? Salvation is free and I thank God. But you see, but when we start following Jesus, it's costly. Yun ang, yun, yun, yun ang matindi. Yun ang challenge doon. So, how does it look like? Pagka, or, or what does it look like to follow Jesus? I believe, one, is that it is a life of surrender. A life of surrender. It's hard to follow Jesus if we're not willing to surrender. You see, Jesus is not interested with the 99.9% that we have already surrendered to Him. He's interested with the 0.1% that we're still holding at hindi isurrender sa Kanya. Look at the scripture again. And calling the crowd, meaning, you know, He was talking to His disciples this time, okay, lahat ng mga sumusunod sa Ali, kayo rito. He, he, he called the crowd to Him with His disciples and He said to them, sabi niya, if, now, I love this. If, you see, following Jesus, listen, ang pagsunod kay Jesus, this is not for the weak and the fickle-minded. You know, yung mga taong pabago-bago isip, yung susunod, aayaw. Babackslide, mag-slide back. Babackslide, slide back. You know, yung, yung mga taong, ang, ang biru namin, noon pa, isang, isang biru na to, na, yung mga Kristiyanong, uh, uh, again, no offense for, for, for some, mga Kristiyanong sakang, Paglinggo, praise the Lord. Lunes hanggang Sabado, erase the Lord. Yeah. Yeah. This, following Jesus is not for the fickle-minded, not for the weak. It says, if, meaning, it goes beyond merely confession. It's more than just, I'm a Christian. I follow Jesus. No, it goes more than that. If, ano pa sabi niya? Anyone. Now, I love that. Hindi siya nagbigay lang ng certain few elite ang pwedeng sumunod sa kanya. Hindi lang yung mga na marunong at matatalino kapag aral nila yung mga mayayaman. It's for everyone. It says, if anyone would come after me. Again, salvation is free. But following Jesus is costly. Why? Sabi niya, if you want to follow Jesus, ano sabi niya? Let him deny himself. What else? Take up his cross and then follow me. Wow. Could you imagine the phrase, follow me, comes last? It is a, if anyone wants to follow me, come, follow me. Ngayon, kung maisipan yung, at di naman, di naman kayo yung ma-offend na i-deny sarili nyo, well, you know, sige po, 
deny yourself, pero kung complacing lang naman, kung, kung okay lang sa inyo, pero kung, kung di naman, yeah, 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 just follow me. Or, or maybe, um, kung magaang yung cross, baka, you know, pakibitbit nyo lang ho, pero kung, kung hassle, okay lang po, iwan nyo na lang. Basta sunod kayo, no! He said, first, you deny yourself. Second, you pick up your cross. And then, you, you, you follow me. You know, sinasabi rito. Now, na, naalala niyo yung, yung rich young ruler? Sabi niya, Lord, sunod ako, sama ko sa iyo kahit saan. Ano sabi ni Jesus? Foxes have, wo- have holes and, and birds have nests, but the Son of Man doesn't have any place to lay his, lay his head. Meaning, you know, naiintindihan mo ba yung sinasabi mo to follow me? Are you willing to pay the price? Now, sad to say, ngayon, let's face reality. Marami mga Kristiyano, they only follow Jesus for the blessings. Or they follow Jesus because they need something from Him. At pagtapos na, okay Lord, see you next problem. Now, now thank God for His grace. Sometimes he would, he would, you know, just order us for that. But it doesn't follow every day na ganun. Now, look at this, uh, sa Amplify. What does it mean to deny himself? Sabi niya, let him deny himself, forget, ignore, disown, and lose sight of himself and his own interest. That is what is meant to follow Jesus, to deny himself. Now, let me qualify this. Bagamat sa title, ano, para nakalagay self-denial. Self-denial is different from denying yourself. Are you here with me? Now, self-denial is when, for a good purpose, we occasionally give up things or activities. Sa Tagalog, pinagkakaitan mo ang iyong sarili. May mga bagay kang gusto, gustong gawin, pero ipinagkakait mo sa sarili mo. Why? Because of a good purpose. Uh, for example, if I want to be healthy, okay. If I say I will, uh, you know, you, I would, I, I would do the self denial. Anong gagawin ko? Huh? Ingatong yung kinakain ko, tama? Pero kailang ko iningatan yung pagkain ko nung nagkasakit na ako. Hello, mga hindi pa nagkakasakit. Kasi naalala ko nung medyo bata-bata ako, ito sabi ko noon, nagjijima ko. Sabi niya, pag nag-gym ako, tapos pagkata sa amin mag-gym, ako kung ano-ano kinakain ko sa amin, uh, nag-gym ka, tapos kinakain mo yan. Eh, ba't gano'n? Sabi ko, kaya nga ako nag-gym para makain ko to. Now, dumating ako sa punto <laughs> na yung dapat kong kainin ng lifetime, nakain ko na agad. Are you getting what I'm saying? Now, yun yung self-denial. Pinagkakaitan mo ang sarili mo ng mga bagay-bagay for a good purpose. But denying yourself is different. Denying yourself is when we surrender ourselves to Christ and determine to obey His will. Ibig sabihin, going back, kung ngayon, o sa iba sa inyo, huwag nyo nang antayin munang magkasakit kayo bago ka maging maingat sa pagkain mo. Mahirap gamitin ni Lord pag nakadextrose. At sasabihin mo yung katabi mo, Uy, gusto mo? Ay, alam mo, gusto kang pagalingin ni Lord. Hello? Sasabihin sa'yo, ma- mauna ka. <laughs> are, are you getting what I'm saying? You know, deny, self-denial is 
pinagkakaitan mo sarili mo, denying yourself is ipinagkakait mo mismo ang sarili mo. You deny. It simply means you surrender yourself to God. Remember before what I said? Kung ayaw ko gusto ni Lord, ayok ay gusto ko na rin. At kung gusto ni Lord, oh, kung ayaw ni Lord at gusto ko, ayaw ko na rin. Ayaw ko na rin. Yun yung denying yourself. Are you still here with me? It is saying no to selfish interests. Turning away from the idolatry of self-centeredness. Yung laging, ako, ako, ako. Uy, sama ka sa church. Uh, anong meron dyan? Kikita ba ako dyan? Ha? Kaya yung iba tuloy na tempt. Para lang sumama sa church kung ano-anong sinasabi at ginagawa, para lang mahikayat. Pero, pag hindi nangyaring sinabi nila, doon ngayon nagkakaproblema. Eh, Pastor, mukhang sounds boring yan. Ha? You forget yourself, ignore this own, and mukhang boring. Actually, no. You know why? Because ang tunay na kasiyahan at kagalakan ay kapag natagpuan mong namumuhay ka sa layunin ng Diyos para sa iyo. Amen. Nagiging boring lang yan kasi, again, may mga nakasanayang tayong mga bagay-bagay. Alright? So again, what it is to follow Jesus? You have to deny yourself. Second, it says, you take up your cross. So, what does it look like to follow Jesus? More than just, kanina sabi natin, it is a life of what? Surrender. This time, it's a life of sacrifice. How many of you would love to sacrifice? <laughs> when you hear the word sacrifice, what comes to your mind? Immediately. Huh? Mahirap. Tama? May, meron ba sa inyo pag kumakain kayo, nagsasacrifice kayo? <laughs> Alam mo, basta talaga sacrifice sa akin ang kumain eh. <laughs> ha? Are you still here? It's not. Now, the first thing that comes to my mind when, when, I, when I hear the word sacrifice, mahirap, hindi madali, hindi appealing sa flesh. Tama po ba? And sabi rito, you carry your cross. Ay, naku, tama ka, pastor. Alam mo yung asawa ko, yan ang pasang krus ko. Hindi yun yun. Napakagaang ng asawa mo para maging pasang krus mo. O yung anak mo. Simply, when the Bible says you carry your cross, what does cross symbolizes? Nung panahon nila, pag ikaw ay medalang krus, ibig sabihin nun, ikaw ay kriminal. Okay? May, ang, ang mga ginawa mo, karumal-dumal. Parang kumbaga sa panahon natin, heinous crime. Oh. Nang rape ka, nag, na tulak ka, and so on. Kaya pag may dalang cross, it symbolizes shame. Now, my question is, ready ka ba na mapahiya dahil kristyano ka? Ilang yun? Ready ka ba na hindi mo na itatago sa mga kasama mo na kristyano ka? Hindi ko sinabing ipagkalandakan mo at ipagsigaw mo. Pero, kunyari, you know, magkakaroon ng, may planong mag-happenings ang, tro, ang mga tropa pips mo. At nakita ka, Repa pips, happy hour na. Will you be happy with them on that very hour? Or you'll say, ah, win ako. Kasi I want my wife to be more happy than me. Ah, ah, ah. Because happy wife is happy life. 
In other words, if mama ain't happy, then nobody is happy. <laughs> what does cross symbolize? Not just shame, but death. Are we willing to die for ourselves, on ourselves? The desires, the, the, the worldly desires. Yun yung sinasabi ron. Yun sinasabing a life of sacrifice. You know, in the area of, of, of giving, when you return the Lord's tithe and give your offering and, and, and support the works of God, that's a sacrifice. Are you willing to sacrifice? During praise and worship, do you know that praise is a sacrifice? Hebrews 13, 15 says, you offer the sacrifice of praise, which is the fruit of your lips giving thanks. Well, how does a praise become a sacrifice? When you praise God, even if you don't feel like praising Him. That's a sacrifice. Now my question is, are we willing to sacrifice? What does it look like to follow Jesus? Not just a life of surrender, not just a life of sacrifice, but even a life of steadfastness. What is steadfastness? What is steadfast? Huh? Your fast is stead. For whoever is amplified, for whoever wants to save his higher spiritual eternal life will lose it. Will lose it, the lower natural temporal life, which is lived only on earth. Okay? Now, and then the following, uh, or pa- parang the point there, yung steadfastness, yung sinabi niyang follow me, okay? Yung follow me ron, hindi lang when we feel like following Jesus. We follow Jesus regardless of the situation. Are you still here? We follow Jesus whether we, we are blessed or if we don't have any blessing. We follow Jesus. We follow Jesus whether people, other people will agree with us or not. We follow Jesus. Yun yung steadfastness. Steady pulso ka. Susunod ka kahit ikaw na lang. There was an old song. Uh, tinuro sa akin to ni Pastor Francis Francis, ano yung kanta na? I have decided to follow Jesus. Paano, paano nga yun? Hindi ko inabot yun eh. No turning back, no turning back. Hindi ba? The wor- ah, lang nila. Okay. Ah, sige. Ano na lang? Tula na lang, tula. <laughs> that is what it means to be steadfast in following Jesus. Kaya nga sabi rito, binigay, binigay niya ngayon bigla yung, yung pinaliwanag pa niya ng mas mainam. Sabi niya, pag minahal mo, or, or unless you give up your temporal life, you can never really have an eternal life. Ganun yung sinasabi rito. Okay? And then it says, our temporal satisfaction is incomparable to the eternal salvation. And the motivation of that is for His sake and the Gospels. No other motivation. The reason why we live a life of surrender a life of sacrifice and a life of steadfastness is not for our sake. Para hindi tayo pogi points now. But it is for His sake. Yan ang And the gospel. And if we do that, then we will save it. What? Save what? The higher spiritual life in the eternal kingdom of God. Amen. And explained it further. For what does it profit a man if he gains the whole world and lose and forfeit his soul and be cast away? 
Nasa yung nga mundo. Eh, hindi ka naman habang buhay dito sa mundo. Alis ka rin sa mundong ito. So, pag-isip-isipan po natin. Kaya pinatuloy pa niya, ang sino man, ito yung, ito yung warning matindi, ang sino mang magkahiya sa akin at sa aking salita sa mundong ito, sa henerasyong ito, ang sabi niya, ikakahiya ko rin sa harapan ng aking ama at ng aking mga anghel. Naniniwala kong gagawin ni Jesus ito. Hindi siya nagjo-joke. And napakahirap na matapos nating maipamuhay ang ating buhay, hindi na ho natin pwedeng balikan. That's why you have to be careful what you sow. And you have to be careful where you, you sow it. Be careful how you sow your life. And be careful where you use your life in the area of sowing. Why? Because when you have sown your seed, harvest will surely come, whether good or bad. That's why we have to be careful. That's why, again, salvation is free, but following Jesus is costly. Amen. Let's all stand up right now. Father God, thank you so much. We pray and ask for your help, Lord. We know, Father God, it's, it's not easy to live a Christian life in this world. But still, we want to thank you because your grace is more than enough for us. We thank you that you have already given us the strength that we can do all things through Christ who strengthens us. Lord, I pray may we continue to live our lives following Jesus regardless of the cost. Jesus already set the example. He denied himself. He picked up this cross and followed the will of the Father. We still remember, Lord God, when Jesus said in the Garden of Gethsemane, not my will, but yours be done. Lord, may we pray the same prayer that in our lives, in any aspect, not our will, but yours be done. And so at this point in time, I would like to just challenge all of us here. Hindi ko kayo ililid sa prayer. But this is what I want you to do. If you really wanted to surrender your life to God, God knows naman our limitations. Eh. But this is for sure. God will never ask us to do anything kung hindi niya tayo tutulungan na gawin yun. Amen? His grace is always available. His strength is always there. But wherever you are right now, would you just pray a short prayer? You don't have to nailakas, but still, I just want you to open your mouth and say, God, help me on this. Help me live a surrendered life. A life of sacrifice and a life of steadfastness for your glory and your honor. Would you do that? you do that right now? Come on. Would you just pray to God wherever you are right now? Come on. Simple prayer. Simple prayer. You don't need to be led on that. Just do it on your own. Father God, you hear their prayers. You know their hearts. And I just want to thank you that again, your grace will always be there. Your grace will continue to overcome even our weakness. And we receive it right now. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen.
Oh, give the Lord a praise. You just heard a podcast from Victory. For more messages like these, or to access other resources, please visit our website at victory.org.ph or like our page on Facebook at facebook.com slash victoryph.